Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, March 22nd, 2021, and we are in a new studio. And by mm. new studio, I mean we just moved our podcasting desk to the other side of the room because I got a new desk mm. and no, I wanted no to change it. No less than like eight feet from where we used to be. Look, I'm in a quarter-life crisis. I wanted to change my room up, and these are the things you do in a quarter-life crisis. You, you buy a really expensive guest with your desk with your work you? expenses. Uh, 22. I Sure, it's not like third-life crisis? Planet's dying, Jay. You might not make it past 60. That's fucking bleak. <laughs> what a bleak way to start the podcast. <laughs> uh, just as bleak as Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, you showing your hand a little bit? I don't know. It was dark. Uh, we're going to be reviewing that, the Snyder Cut, for all four hours and, and two, two minutes. minutes of it. Um, we're going to review that. But first, we're going to talk about episode one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's out it's not quite WandaVision so far. Mm, it's but we different. got stuff to talk about. I will say, 48 minutes. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, it's a fun episode. Comic book filled. Let's get into the show. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can. Put it on the board, yes! Okay, Ty, if you had one word to describe episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I didn't give you prep for this, but what would it be? If I had to use one word, Jason, it would be uh, George, because George St. Pierre was in it. Yeah, yes, he was. He's fucking cool. You're talking a little quiet today. Are you feeling okay? I'm, I'm fine. We're good. Okay. There's just a slow open, you know? Okay. George St. Pierre um, returned. Yes, yes, he did. I think he was in one of the other ones. Yeah. Winter Soldier? Yeah. He's fucking cool because he talks funny, but he can beat your ass. Now, is he That's stick- a deadly combination. Is he sticking around for the rest of the series? I don't know. Think? They very clearly were like, oh, look like he's dead, but he jumped out of that fucking helicopter. Yeah. He, he for sure he big did. time survived. Yeah, and it's going to be like a shocker later on, maybe in the show, maybe just in the movie. He was still in the squirrel suit thing, too, so he just floated down. Yeah, for sure. They just forgot about him. Uh, my one word would be terrible. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> my one word would be patriotic. 
Oh. Okay. Action. Yes. Accurate. Um, it's just a completely different show from uh, WandaVision, obviously. Yep. Um, longer. It's not this kind of mystery, slow burn, experimental, creative thing. It's more of an MCU-based movie. But even this is not even fully MCU. It's a little bit more based, grounded in reality than your normal MCU movie. So. Yeah, a little bit, and much like it's very similar to the Captain America vibes. Where yeah, yeah, it's like you know we're not gonna have fucking Thor and magic and space, and it's on Earth. It's normal shit. There's no magic. People may be jacked and have you know super strength, but like it's gonna be more grounded and realistic. We're gonna have fun with it. It's just when I was watching that opening sequence when he's chasing him and whatnot, I just kept thinking like how funny it is that like he was fighting Thanos and like this intergalactic universe saving thing and now it's just like yeah i'm helping the air force and i can't fly into libya's borders (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a big swing and a switch there yeah on on duties um what else did you think though ty no i thought it was fun you're most excited for this show i was this was the one i was least excited for this felt like uh we're gonna have to do the dirty work and get it started yeah and lay the backdrop for a fun story um i think the action was very good yep I liked, like I said, that opening scene was fun. That was a creative fucking fight scene. People in squirrel fucking suits or some shit. Yeah. So unbelievable that they expected him to show up and had squirrel suits and like eight fucking helicopters just chilling in a canyon <laughs> waiting for them. Yeah. Um, but it was a good time. Yeah, it was good. Um, I liked that they kind of showed more. This is kind of the difference. They said this is going to be a six-hour movie. Yeah. Um, the difference between a two-hour movie and a six-hour movie is the slow shit, like the therapy scene. And Sam with his sister and um, nephews. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that shit. We're going to get more of the you know behind-the-scenes stuff. Talking about financial stuff. Yeah. Th- Which, I, shouldn't he just be rich? There's just no chance he doesn't have money. That's like, the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard. Like, if you're an Avenger, you just get the black card, but just for life. Yeah, no, no doubt. Like, not the Chipotle-like card where it's free burritos. Like, you just get, oh, you owe money on your house, it's fine. Well, this is what I don't get. He's like, oh, we don't have money. We weren't paid. But Vision somehow had bank to fucking buy a whole fucking land and house. Like, where did he get his money from? He's a fucking robot. <laughs> he printed it. I, I guess. That is, a, it's an interesting dynamic to bring, like, a financial issue. Or just, because that's something you just don't even think about, you yeah. know, with MCU. And for, to have it be, like, a, a frontline storyline episode one. It's just funny. I'm not mad at it, but... No, it just makes me laugh, because, like, they brought it to the forefront in this episode. Had a whole scene based around it. Yeah. And then, you know, just two weeks earlier, you had an, a scene in another thing where someone very clearly bought a house. <laughs> like, stay <laughs> consistent. You're Marvel. That's what you're good at. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, I will say, I was definitely more compelled with the... Um, Winter Soldier side of episode one Absolutely. than the Falcon side. Yep. Nothing against Anthony Mackie. He's a great actor. Um, obviously, he had the more compelling action scene, but got a little bit more depth with Winter Soldier's character, which I think you kind of need because they haven't really had that for him. Yeah, and he's been around a long time, too. Yeah. Um, people were comparing. There's a scene in Civil War where like Tony Stark's choking him out. He's mm-hmm. like, do you even remember them? Talking about his parents. And Bucky's like, I remember all of them. Like yeah. saying, like, I'm like, I didn't like I'm fucked up from this. Yeah. And you kind of see that in this episode where like he can't sleep, he's having nightmares, and he's trying to right the wrongs that he didn't even really do. Yeah. You know? Which is tough. I, I liked how the approach they're taking with him. And these friends with the old Asian man whose son was the one we saw kill in his nightmare. Yeah. And, and he's part of his list where he's trying to get right. 
yeah. people. And I like that. I think it's a great fucking approach to take with a character who is very complex. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with his storyline moving forward. I know that in all the trailers and all the promotional art and stuff, Zemo is in this at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on Bucky's list as one of the people to talk to. Oh, I didn't to. even catch that. Yeah, they had his name on there. So people, you know, everyone assumed that Zemo, like, is going to be, like, the bad guy or something. Like, it seems like Bucky might actually, like, search for him. Interesting. If he's trying to write some shit. Who knows if he's bad still guy. a bad guy or not, but. Yeah, I feel like the bad guy, is it going to be this fake Captain America slash the guy who sold the shield? Like, is that going to be the driving bad guy? Sold the shield? It didn't, well, he didn't sell it, but. The guy who took the donation for the shield, the old white guy, oh, and then named the new Captain museum. America. Yeah. He's going to be bad. He's going to be evil. I don't think he will appear in the show again. Really? The guy who took the shield, the old white guy? He was the same guy that announced the new Captain America, though, wasn't he? At I, the end? I think so, but I think that's all they're going to use him for. I think it was... He's behind a tie. He's evil. Okay. Um, he's Mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's Mephisto. <laughs> um, one thing I like is the Lieutenant Torres... Mm-hmm. That kid. Um, in the comics, he is Falcon. Oh. He's the new Falcon. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which leads me to believe that Sam will eventually take the Captain America role at some point. Okay. And leave this kid his wings. At the end of this, is he going to be Captain America? Yeah. I think so. I think we will get him as Captain America, no longer Falcon. I think this kid's going to have Sam's shit mm-hmm. and be the Falcon and probably be one of the new... You know, type Avengers with Kate Bishop and Miss Marvel and Ironheart and all the people they've potentially Wanda's kids. Yeah, if they bring them back, all the people they've been introducing. Mm -hmm. Um, It just seems like that's the direction they're going. Is trying to introduce as many new young people as possible to set up some sort of young Avenger type thing. It's smart because they're getting a lot of like lesser known actors. Yeah, for sure. I mean, pay them less. Kate Bishop probably costs more than Jeremy Renner. Who was it again? Um. The girl Steinfeld, f- Haley Steinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, she got um, bank, but I don't know who the fuck this guy is. And then we also had the the terrorist group that's trying to do the new world order, Flag Smashers. Um, now the show got postponed because it was originally about kind of like a pandemic. And I'm sure these Flag Smashers probably had a different name, and the way they were going to do this was by, you know, because they even had a line where like they liked it better during the blip. Mm-hmm. And but then they instead of saying about half people being dead, they were saying how no borders, unified nation stuff. I guarantee instead of this new world order spin, it was going to be they liked it better than the blip. They're trying to release this pandemic virus that's going to kill half yep. of 100%. You know, the population. That would have been real bleak yeah. if that was what they stuck with. Imagine. Oh, my God. Imagine the fucking shit that would have happened if this was released last January <laughs> and like all the crazy people who would have thought that Marvel that Disney's behind coronavirus and oh, they yeah. were warning us and all the shit they always say about someone wearing a mask one movie 20 years ago would have been fantastic and they were just predicting the coronavirus outbreak uh we'll get some of those with the NWO thing though because the NWO is something that people have been saying is coming since the the cold war I'm not sure if you're familiar with the NWO oh, new world order okay yeah. I was thinking what is that is that what it was called the WWE thing WCW yeah the other company no there was there's an N1 no, yeah, the WCW had New World Order. Oh, it was. So WCW I, there was, was a different I had company. a wrestling game on Nintendo yeah. sixty four, and I just remember that. Yeah, NWO Hulk Hogan, Hogan looked badass. Yeah. Okay. But the New World Order, yeah, it's this conspiracy that 
our politicians are going to all conspire and there's going to be one globalist group that controls the entire country or entire world, world and everything's going to go to shit because we're all just going to be one unified, which I think it's just funny how like the doomsday thing is like we're all unified. Like they're going <laughs> to unify us and all this shit and we're going to be communists, whatever. Um, everyone thinks that's going to be coming with, uh, you know, nowadays. Yeah. But they've been saying it's been going to be coming since the 60s, so I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Who knows, But Jay. after this show, I mean, shit, that conspiracy is probably going to – I don't know if you saw my tweet, but Aubrey Huff tweeted about it, how the New World Order was <laughs> right around the corner. And I tweeted, it's been right around the corner for 50 years. Aubrey Huff's a fucking idiot. Um, that guy's comedy. No, I liked that um, very obvious cliffhanger um, with Torres after he got his ass beat by homie and sent Falcon the video. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't think he's – and then he cuts him off. Yeah. He's what, Jay? A bodybuilder. Mm, nope. I don't have an answer for you. I haven't pondered this. Think about it. Hold on. Hear me out. A mutant. I'm not getting in this shit again. <laughs> what if he's Reed Richards? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Um, They're obviously setting something up, uh, maybe like a super soldier, like the same shit Bucky had, Captain oh. America, which maybe there's more of the shit around. Okay. Which is what they're going to give to Sam at the end to actually give him all the Captain America powers. And that could be a good way to, because maybe, I, I don't know, maybe that gets out of a lab somehow, and that's how it was going to tie into this whole quote-unquote pandemic. Yeah. So that could be a good way, yeah, for it to tie together. No, but I just, it seems like he had super strength, and he jumped out of that fucking window and just landed. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to have to shoot Sam up with some shit to Why, give him the, strong enough? the Captain America strength shit. What? I think he's strong enough. He's Jay. built different, bro. He's pretty fucking jacked. Give him that much. Do you think Cap's dead? Because they didn't explicitly say he was dead. He's on the moon. Which is, I uh, I feel like a Watchmen reference. I don't know. Have you ever seen no. Watch? The, the Watchmen thing is like the big Dr. Manhattan guy. Just leaves and just lives on the moon. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Um, And I feel like that was a Watchmen reference, but I don't know. Do you think there's a possibility they ever bring him back in any capacity? Captain America? Yeah. Maybe. It's comic book movie. I could see that in this show is him playing old man Steve again. That would break the internet. Just one little cameo of old man Steve or something, kind of like you know, finally convincing Sam at the end to take up the role. Cause he, yeah, I mean, would he have died literally right after? Because yeah, he's obviously he's super fucking old, so there that is a chance been, he died. It like, just would have been good timing. It's like I lived all the way to this to give you the shield. Now I'm dead. Yes, and I think this takes six months after Endgame. Which, no mention of anything to happen with WandaVision or anything, so... Not yet. I'm just going to go out on a limb, and I think this... I I don't want to talk about WandaVision. We're kind of done with that, but we're not done with it, because it's all connected. It's true. WandaVision happened. Yep. It was within a three-week span or whatever happened. That They did their thing. She went off, and we saw her in the cabin, you know, and then she did the whole whatever. I think, like, mold like... Maybe a year went by. Like, she's been in that cabin for a long time by the time we see her next. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Like, more time between WandaVision and when she's in the next movie. Like, is I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, no, I get you. Like, yeah. they didn't expl- explicitly say, like, how long was until that post credit scene. Yeah. Like, she could just be fucking chilling there studying that book for the next two years. Yeah. Um, We did see Rhodey. Mm-hmm. A small bit. He had a scene with Sam. Um, I wonder if they're going to have any of the other Avengers and talk about, like, you know, what's going on with the Avengers now that the two big ones are gone. I, I don't know. I feel like, 
I don't think I don't see Doc Strange being in this at all. That's my boy. He yeah. just doesn't naturally fit in. No. Thor's obviously with the Guardians. Yeah. And then who else do they have? I mean, WandaVision and Doctor Hawkeye, Strange. I mean, WandaVision, Wanda's gone doing some other shit. Can't talk. Cat Marv's not going to be there. She's no. She's never there. So it's like, are they all they have left on Earth? We see, you know, obviously Spider-Man, Spider-Man takes place yeah. after this. But there's a very obvious, like, um, phrase in Spider-Man where it's like, he's trying to say, what about this person? What about this person? And there's no one. Yeah. So, like, is point. there really no one else besides them left at this point? No, correct me if I'm wrong. There's you might have brought Man, this up. Hulk. Don't fucking talk about him. <laughs> I could see Ant-Man. Don't talk about Hulk. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you say that in Spider-Man, Nick Fury has a line that Doctor Strange is occupied? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that may lead few months me, after this. That leads me to believe that maybe Wanda was studying that book until I feel like Wanda or either Doctor Strange or I think Spider Man three is gonna happen like right after Spider Man two. No, they said it picks up immediately after. Okay, so then the Doctor Strange movie is probably gonna be in that same time. Which would be after this in the same time as like the far from home and that's what he's quote unquote busy with, which means Wanda would have been studying that book for what, seven, eight months? Yeah. Which makes sense, too, with them doing their time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, them having, like, five or six movies and, you know, properties that just take place within fucking six months of each other. Yeah. Just to catch up to real world time. Well, <laughs> not releasing any movies for a year also kind of helps. It does help. But they, the only one they had this year was what? The only original one for 2020 was Black Widow, right? Or did which they was a two? prequel. Yeah. Which still is along the lines of not advancing the timeline anymore. And then you have in- Eternals and stuff, but they could also smudge that into the same six-month window. Like they did with Guardians. Guardians 2 was 2014, you know. Well, I think uh, Eternals is supposed to like thousands of years. Like that's just a big – It's eternal? Yes. (laughs) It don't matter. (laughs) Um, Now, fake Captain America at the end, Ty. Yeah. Looking smug. Looked like uh, someone compared him to, I think, the guy from Up. Yep, correct. He did look like the guy from Up. He did, which uh, he's getting shit on for one scene. Gotta suck if you're that actor, right? You're like, I know I'm supposed to be playing the villain, but fuck, guys, come on. Or Spin Zone, he played it so well that he has people hating him just for showing his face. I think, realistically, um, they made the mask a little too big for him, so it didn't look like he was supposed to be in that. Yeah, but maybe that was intentional. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they intentionally made it to where he doesn't fit the helmet. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? This isn't Captain America. So I knew this was going to happen just because I saw it all over Twitter before I watched it. I did not stay up till midnight to watch this one. Um, I might in the future. We'll see. I was very tired Thursday night. So it wasn't really a shock to me. Just how did you think when you watched it, not knowing it was going to happen? I, well, I knew it was going to happen since all the trailers and shit. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't watch trailers. <laughs> yeah. There's like a scene of him at a football field with people like going crazy like, uh, look at me, I'm new Captain America. He's just a propaganda guy, right? Uh, I believe in the comics, he basically, um, I think he might actually be a racist in the comics. We'll see if they stick Probably with that. Probably not. Maybe. He's supposed to be like a villain almost. Yeah, but I don't think they even dip their toes in that. Like, they could just make him a, a dick. They don't have to make him racist. Maybe. I, I don't know if they'll go that we'll route. We'll see. Um, I think, he, I mean, he is supposed to be an asshole, I believe. Any powers? I don't know. I know he's got a military background. I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot about him. Well, the whole show could be maybe they're trying to shoot him up with this stuff. You know? Yeah. That could be the thing. It'd be interesting to see. Um, real dick move, though, for him to, like, put the shield in a museum and then just give it to... Yeah. So you did a good... Like, you're a superhero. You helped save the world. You did a good thing giving this up. 
but you're black, so we're gonna choose a white guy to do this instead of you. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and like, <laughs> well, it's so easy to to do the the whole they're trying to turn him into Steve Rogers because Steve Rogers was obviously a scrawny little bitch. Correct. Um, I don't want to say a bitch. He had a lot of fight in him. Oh yeah, he um, could do this all day. Some would say. <laughs> so if they're they're looking at like, hey, if they did that back then with that guy, like we could turn this guy into literally Steve Rogers again. You know, yeah, and then sure. it could be a thing where they give him the serum, serum, or is it serum? Super soldier serum. It is serum. Okay, and then he's not a good person, and he's bad, and they're like, oh shit, it's the character that matters. Well, I think the whole point of the super soldier serum is that it, uh, it like amplifies everything. Yeah. So Captain America was super good. So the reason, like, he was already good. So the reason he was a Boy Scout and could lift up the hammer. Because it just amplified the good in him. Mm-hmm. But the guy's a little bad. He's going to become a real dick. That's when he becomes racist. Yeah. So it's interesting, though. We have that. We have the the, the flag stompers. Fl- sla- flag smashers. Flag smashers. That's kind of... And maybe George St. Pierre coming back. Who knows? Fuck yeah. GSP. I, I think he plays... I think Baytrock. Baytrock. He has a name. He has a villain name. All I know is in the, in the subtitles, because I watch things with captions, like it was referring to... Falcon as Sam, like Sam grunts, but it referred to George Saint character as George. Character, as George, yeah. I did notice that. <laughs> I was like, why? Why didn't they? It's like, do they? Do they fuck this up? Is this George Saint Pierre? He's not even playing someone. It's just an evil George Saint Pierre. It's uh George Batrock, Baytrock. Oh, so they gave him the same name. I believe in the comics, he's probably just known as Baytrock, and so for this, they're like, we'll just we'll just call him George still. <laughs> he wasn't a good enough actor. He wasn't like hitting his cues because they were calling him a different name. <laughs> Um, also sounded, I, I'm not great with languages. It sounded like he was speaking French, yeah. which is his native tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just made this as easy as possible for him. Like, we're going to call you by your name. <laughs> we're going to have you fight people <laughs> and you're just going to speak your native language. Yeah. Yeah. I, they may not have told him he was acting. He may have thought he was just beating <laughs> the shit out of people on a plane. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's interesting though. I feel like there's obviously not as much theories. As WandaVision. Yeah. And I think we've all learned a little bit of a lesson from WandaVision. Speaking to slow down on the theories. I think we've learned a lesson to not tease shit in your show if you're not going to follow through on it. <laughs> they didn't tease Reed Richards. That was just a crazy thing. They teased. Well, no, no. But they did tease something and then did nothing. They have to throw some curveballs in there. Because if, if, ev- if every big reveal they're going to do, they teased firsthand, then it would ruin everything. But if they tease some stuff and then just like... Don't follow up on it. That's not then good. Then it keeps you on making. your toes. But they're looking at this as a, as a as a universe, not just that one show. They're like, hey, we'll sacrifice the tease here, but now next time when we tease something and they doubt us, boom. I'm just excited to see where they go with uh, this show, with Sam finally meeting back up with Bucky. I feel yep. like after this, Bucky's going to be like, wait a minute. He shouldn't have that shield. And then he's like, Sam, go let's him. go beat the fuck out of this guy and get his shield back. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I Well, I'm a little excited. I don't know. I'm just something about this show. I'm just I, not feeling it. I, it's going to be good. I'm feeling it. It's good, but I didn't, the excitement's not there. I didn't like the bank and boat stuff with Sam's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just, again, you're getting the backstory on him, which is nice, but it just didn't feel necessary. Yeah. And it slowed the story down. Um. So I guess that's kind of the trade-off is you get kind of unnecessary stuff for the 48-minute episodes. Yeah. Which is what it is, but I think the action's going to be really good. 
they had multiple good action scenes in just this. Yeah. You had the small thing with the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um, which was fucking badass. Mm-hmm. You had the one with the flag smashers, and the guy just got his ass beat real quick. <laughs> and then the opening one was incredible. That's called a hook. Yeah, it, and it's great. And, and did it, it work? didn't even really make sense, because Sam was putting on a suit, and then he was the Falcon, and then he was at the place where he had to put the suit on for. Yeah. I don't understand why they opened with him putting the suit on. <laughs> and then he had wings, and then he was back in a, in a button-up. <laughs> I don't know. Can't but it was fun. It was in all the trailers, which makes me feel like they have a lot left that no yeah. one really knows about. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, he went back to Washington, D.C. after that. Do you think he just flied by himself all the way there? Or do you think he has to fly like commercial? I mean, Does he got enough stam- stamina to fly that far? I don't know, but I feel like if you're Falcon, you just – you don't – a for an airplane ticket, right? Or does he have like a special one of those Quinjets? How does he afford a plane ticket? Yeah, he can't afford a fucking house. He didn't even have that nice of a truck either. These are questions we need answers. I think he legit flew. He had to fly for like 12 hours. That sucks. He doesn't get the little like on-flight beverages. <laughs> Unless he goes faster than a commercial plane. <sighs> he was going pretty quick. I don't know. I, it, it's going to be good. It's going to be... A good collective watch. Yeah, I, I feel like this episode was the one where it was, here's what Bucky's up to, here's what Sam's up to, let's lay the groundwork for what the show's going to be. Moving forward, I feel like it's going to be very good and exciting. And we got five episodes Yep, remaining. Yep. And then a week off. Then Loki. And then the one I've been the most excited for, Loki. So I, I'm, I'm iffy about that. That was third behind WandaVision in this. This was third behind Loki and WandaVision. So we'll see. Why don't you like Loki, bro? I do. I just, I, I don't know. It's Owen Wilson, man. Wow. That's going to be great. I do like Owen Wilson. I think it's going to be good. I just like this, and I thought WandaVision was going to be weird and shit, and WandaVision was okay. It didn't necessarily live up to expectations, but it was still good. I'm hoping this blows the expectations out of water. All right, fair enough. Speaking of expectations, Jay. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League. But first, I want to take a break. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Okay, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Zack Snyder? Zachary. Zachary L. Snyder. The movie, I believe, is actually called Zack Snyder's Justice League. So the backstory for those that do not know, Ty, would you like to explain? Because I'm one of those people. So Zack Snyder (laughs) was working on the Justice League. And then if for anyone who has watched it, you see at the end there is a message to, I believe her name was Autumn. Mm -hmm. For Autumn. Um, his daughter committed suicide, mm-hmm. and he stopped working on Justice League. Mm-hmm. 
What? I just why like, the pause? I just feel bad if I say anything bad about this movie now. Is that why like it's yeah maybe good reviews? Um, his daughter committed suicide, so then he stopped, and Joss Whedon took over. Also did Ultron, um, and the first Avengers did something good. Did he do the first one? Yep. Okay. Um, so Joss Whedon took over. Obviously, the studio changed a lot of it, and it was not Zack Snyder's vision. Um, the movie sucked, so it's very easy to say that afterwards that this is not what I wanted to create. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Zack Snyder very influential. A lot of fans. There was the movement to get his cut of the movie, like his version of the movie. Which made it seem as if there was film and everything, and he had a version of the movie already. Yeah. Um, he did not. They went back. They reshot at least an entire movie's worth of film mm-hmm. and created his vision as to what he actually wanted it to be. Um, it was not the Snyder cut. This is the Snyder's. The name is accurate. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. This is what he would have done if he was on the project the entire time and had no studio interference. Now, also, yeah, the studio being like, this sucked. Let's do this again. They have a streaming platform to release it on, and depending on how the reviews are of it, they could use this as canon. Now, that's what I want to ask you. Obviously, it's getting very good reviews, so if they want to do that, they're 100% going to. Are they using this as canon? Like, because obviously they set up the Deathstroke. Deathstroke? Yes. Which they set up in the last one as an end credit scene, I believe. I think you're right. Um, It was definitely – that scene was definitely in the last one. Not It wasn't as long, I Mm -hmm. don't think, but that – um, and I just want to say Batman versus Superman, not that great of a movie. I do say, I think it gets shit on a little bit more than it should. And the main reason why is I don't even think you're on the same side as me. I really like Jesse Eisenberg as Lux Luthor. Oh no. I like him. I don't. I feel like it's a terrible casting. I like him a lot. Um, I think the less they use him, the better. Well, we disagree on and that. I one. love Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I, I, we disagree on that one. Um, so they set that up. They obviously set it up in the other movie, and then they also set up the Martian, um, Martian Manhunter, which is new in this one. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they did it. So that's the thing. Like they like, and then obviously this ends on the the cliff not cliffhanger, but almost a, a Avengers esque, where um, what the guy, what the fuck's the guy's name? Dark Side. Not the other one. I know Dark Side. The ma- the bad guy in this one. Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a German rock band. That probably is. Um, Steppenwolf was like the Loki to Thanos, and th- Thanos is Dark Seed, Dark Side. Correct. You get what I mean? Like, this is very much like a Avengers 1. We're going to have this bad that's working for a, a bigger bad. They And then set up down the line. Steppenwolf is a band. Is it really? Um. Ah, oh, the Wikipedia is fucked up. Uh, correct. It, the Russian? No. Okay. Los Angeles. You were accurate with that. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um. Very much setting up that same thing where like Dark Side is like this bigger bad that you're working towards. Now, are they gonna do that, or is this literally? Hey, this is what Zack Snyder originally wanted to do. When we thought we were gonna go this direction, and like I don't know how to take this. I don't know. Obviously that this is what he wanted to do and him being the basically main guy at DC, like this was his plans moving forward with this universe. This is what he wanted to do for the Batman movie. This, you know, he wanted him to face off against Deathstroke. This is what he wanted to do with, you know, this and introduce this person and all that. They can either now go back and say, yeah, let's fucking do it Mm -hmm. or not. I Um, think Affleck's out as Batman, right? Like he said, that's what I thought. Yeah. And they have Keaton coming in as another Batman. Yeah. 
but DC's going to do whatever the fuck they want. They have an entirely another Batman movie unrelated to all this shit coming out just because they can. Yeah, that's going to, I think, be standalone, just like Joker. No, I, I agree, but like they they really can do whatever the fuck they want, and their fans are going to be fine with it. They made a movie twice, and people are loving it. Yeah, and this is the thing with DC, and I feel like it's smart marketing in a sense, is I feel like they've looked at the situation, and they've looked at what Marvel's done, and I think they started it off wanting to do what Marvel did. Yeah, absolutely. But I think they've realized that, and it took a lot of duds, like, they they just got off on the wrong foot, and now they're so far behind that they probably can't do what Marvel did. I think it's too late, like, especially with all the movies they've made. So I think they've just leaned into, like, hey, we're going to give everyone these properties they love. We're going to give them another Batman. We'll recast Superman if we have to. And we're just going to really cater to, like, the, the diehard comic book fans. We're still going to make money in the box office. We might not ever reach that $2 billion mark that could have been possible, especially with the DCU, if they took their fucking time yeah, and absolutely. didn't make Justice League their second movie or third movie. whatever. I think it was fourth. but um, Because Superman and Batman are the two biggest superheroes. I mean, it's Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. Yep. Any order. you could. I, I think Batman's probably one, and I think Superman, Spider-Man is a f- toss-up. I mean, going back, like, Superman was the superhero, and he was the superhero for a long time until movies and shit kind of changed that. Yeah, so they have two of the three biggest. Wonder Woman's huge. The biggest well-known woman superhero, you know. Yeah, for um, sure. So they could have done numbers, and I think they missed their opportunity. Now they're like, hey, let's just make shit that we know our fans are going to love, and then we can make movies like Shazam and Birds of Prey. And we could connect it down the line. We could leave it open to connect if we want, but we don't have to. And I think, you know, that could mean that they don't do this dark side thing. They just do, like, this story about what could have happened, you know, and their fans will eat it up. And the casuals, you know, they might not get the casuals like my dad to go see Endgame in the movie theaters, but maybe that's not what they want, you know? Yeah, and more than anything, this has shown that they're they're just going to try and cater to their fans. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder's come out and he made comments and he was like, you know, they tried being Marvel and he was like, you can't do that. Marvel's better than anyone at the world at doing what they do. Oh, so he said what I pretty much just said? Yes. Oh, sorry, Zack Snyder. I didn't mean to. He said it. I just plagiarized. They tried being Marvel and no one's as good at Marvel is at doing what they do. And so that's why, like, there was jokes removed from this. He was like, they have the mythology and they have, like, you know, the more serious tones that Marvel doesn't have. And that needs to be their lane. Yeah. Because they're not going to do be able to do what Marvel does. Yeah. And succeed at it. They've tried it and they failed. Mhm. Um so, you know, this is what it is and it has really good, you know, has been received very well. And it'll be interesting to see if Cavill stays for another Superman movie or if Affleck's. I feel like Affleck more than anyone is what it, it's kind of dependent on. Yeah, for sure. Um cuz they, you know, he's obviously there was supposed to be the Batman which was Affleck's movie. That he was going to help write and direct, and they just stopped. Was that because of Joss Whedon, or was that because Zack Snyder is no longer involved? Obviously, they had all the support in the world for Let's Do This. They came back and all fucking re-recorded. They basically worked on another DC movie as these characters. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who wants to stay a part of this universe moving forward. Yeah, they, they have options. Um, that being said, I wasn't a big fan of the first Justice League. Um, I don't think anyone was. I was wary of this movie heading into it. I saw really good reviews, and I got my maybe hopes up too high. I didn't really know what to expect. 
Um, just a disclaimer, off the rip, I, I didn't see myself necessarily walking away from this movie, like, wanting more DC stuff. I mean, I'm going to watch it all anyways. I mean, Shazam was my favorite <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. This movie didn't move the needle for me like it did for other people that I saw on Twitter. I, it did for me. And I, I don't I don't know where your line is. I see some people calling it a cinematic masterpiece. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm at least glad you're there for me. Um, you're there with me. I think this movie is better, and I think he had a very shitty situation because they rushed the build-up to this thing, and they made a team-up movie without making solo movies for three of their fucking team-ups. Or two. No, three. Aquaman, what's his name? Uh, Cyborg and... The Flash. The Flash. And Batman was introduced in a co-movie with Superman. Okay, so yeah, they... Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and, and Superman were the only ones who had solo movies. They had Batman v Superman, which you got Batman in it, but yeah. you also got a lot of that screen time stolen by Superman. So, and I get, you don't... Batman, you could probably get away with. You could do a Spider-Man. You could do Batman versus Superman. But as we saw in this re-adaptation... Re-adaptation. Love it. Just run with it. Adding, especially Flash is well known, but the character they're going with, they needed more depth. Cyborg absolutely needed more depth than they gave him originally. Mm. And Aquaman needed more depth. Aquaman's like the lame superhero no one likes. Like before Jason Momoa and everyone loves him because he's a heartthrob. You know, it's fucking Aquaman. You know what I mean? And they did more. Like Aquaman in the first movie, like this, I've watched a lot of stuff after I watched it to try to understand what was different and why people loved it and whatnot. And that was one of the biggest things is people were like, look, the first Justice League, like, can you remember one line that Jason Momoa said? Uh, dressed as a bat, I dig it. Yeah, so, he, like, he was just <laughs> such a... stupid a, joke. He was such a background, like an enforcer almost. Like, And then you get the, the standalone movie, which was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But people like Jason Momoa, and he think he, they think he's charismatic, and they actually give him more depth than this. Um, and these are things they should have done in solo movies. Yeah, the best thing they would have could have possibly done is release that pretty good Aquaman movie before this. Yeah. It's the best thing they could have done, and they didn't. You know, and you look at, like, I think of a hero like Shazam, which is my favorite DC movie. Like, imagine if Shazam was in this. Yeah. And it was just awesome. explained, like, hey, this is a kid. Well, no, I mean before his solo movie. Oh, yeah. No, it would have been confusing as shit. Like, here's a kid who says Shazam and he's an adult. We would have been like okay, what, like, what the fuck, like, we're not relating with this character, and then they released that Shazam movie after, probably might not have even liked that Shazam movie after, because we would have been like, Justice League was kind of shit, you know what I mean? So that's going to sour me on this movie a little bit. Um, they rushed it, and I understand that he had to do the best with what he had. You know what I mean? Like, how much he had to do. That being originally said... Originally or this? Just bo- in general. Like, okay. obviously, originally what he was trying to do. What had to be done for this movie in terms of character, he had to make a four-hour movie. Now, you know, that's a four-hour movie, and to be a four-hour movie, you got to be very entertaining, and it just didn't hit some of those strokes for me. You know what I mean? Which is fair. Um, Originally, their idea was to drop this in four parts. Probably would have been a better idea for most people. It was broken up into six parts, and I feel as if we're going to sit here and I – just future Tyler, we're going to enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And all six episodes of it. If we were to sit down and watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier front to back, it would We'd be... probably be bitching about that um, bank scene even more. Exactly. <laughs> and the difference is, is that's a show and this is a movie. And I'm viewing this as I just binged watch 
the six parts, the six episodes of the Justice League. I'm viewing it as a movie, brother, because we're doing a movie. That's fair, fair, but just from what it was is I knew what it was going in. I knew it was four hours of content. Yeah. He had to do what they didn't do originally and was explain why these characters matter. Um, the problem with the first one is a bunch of fucking random people who, hey, we have superpowers. Now we're fighting together. Now we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not what they wanted originally. That's not what he wanted originally. And the problem is, is they fucking rushed it so that's what their hands were tied because no one's going to release a four-hour movie in a theater. Yeah. This gave him that chance to do that and introduce the characters and explain this is who he is. Cyborg more than anyone. Yeah, for sure. Because he was just an add-on in the first one, and he had a huge part in this one. He definitely benefited the most from this, I think. Absolutely. Um, the Flash a little bit more. There's the scene where he, you know he's applying for the, the dog job or whatever, yeah. saves the girl. I don't think that was in the first one. I no, could be wrong. Definitely wasn't. Um, it, it gave you more of his character. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's kind of a fucking weirdo, and somehow the fastest man on Earth is late to a fucking job <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it showed his personality and who he is more. Than the first one did. You got to see who these people were. That's why Marvel is so successful. Is because everyone knows these characters, loves them, and then sees them interacting with each other. Yeah. They skipped the get to know the character and like them part originally. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this movie, it, it it's a long fucking watch. I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush. It's a long movie. Yeah. But you get that. You get the, the scenes of the football and um, Grand or Gotham City University beating Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin Twitter tweeted out. <laughs> like what the fuck, Jack Snyder? That's funny. Um, you know, you get that, and and that, so the characters matter, and you get a little backstory for the villain who fucking sucked in the first one. Everyone thought he was stupid as shit. Yeah, he's still not that cool in this one. But yeah, yeah. And my biggest problem with the first Justice League, outside of the character building, and it's a problem they were still gonna have no matter what, because they still had to keep this movie along the same lines. Like he literally, he couldn't have just. We joked that he was remaking the movie since it was four hours, but he just he did just add to the original movie. He didn't completely make remake a new thing. If you could have and not have just been roasted for it, because it would have been bad PR if they just remade it. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, I just don't think you do the Steppenwolf thing. I I understand where their heads at, and I explained to you. Did I say it on the pod or no? I said it. I said it ten minutes ago. The whole Loki kind of thing mm-hmm. and what they're setting up and what they're trying to do. But like, I'm so compelled by this evil Superman narrative that they're doing in the nightmare. And they have that nightmare scene at the end where we get the Joker, which was kind of like a, a tease. And it, it was a cool scene, but it was just like odd. Yeah. I, I get like uh, epilogue. I don't understand. You have all these villains and, and you know, there's Deathstroke and Batman and the Joker. Who f- there's other fucking people there. How I does Batman even know Deathstroke exists? Unless he already knows who he is. I mean, well, this is supposed to be in the future or some shit. But it was he was dreaming it. Yeah, I don't know. So he has to know who he is to dream about I him. I don't fucking know. We do forget that this Batman's been Batman for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in this universe. Obviously, there's a Robin that was killed by the Joker mm-hmm. that he gave him a lot of shit for in this scene. Yeah. Um. So he's been Batman for a long time. We just haven't fucking seen any of it. I didn't think it was badass how he said he was going to fucking kill him if he did. If he, like, crossed him cool. or whatever. Like, Batman doesn't kill. He doesn't. He was going to fucking kill him. But that's that storyline is so compelling to me, this evil Superman, because the fact of the matter is he's just so much better than all of them. Yeah. And that's why they kind of had to kill him at the end of Batman versus Superman, which I texted you like, I don't remember. Did Batman literally just scream to death? I think it was that that monster they were fighting. Do you remember their, its name? Doomsday. I think its weakness was also kryptonite. So he like went and yeah, shoved kryptonite or some shit. Yeah. And then they both died, died. because of it. 
like they had to kill him. The the whole reason they had to kill him in that movie is because there isn't a first three quarters of this movie if ju- if Superman's alive. Yeah, because he just walks up to Steppenwolf and he fucks him up, and it's over. I mean, the entire Justice League is fighting him combined, and they're doing okay. Like yeah. they're kind of it's a compelling fight. Superman shows up; it's no longer a compelling fight. They beat the shit out of him, cut his little horns off, yeah, decapitate him, and the fight's over. It was better this time. It was better in the balance because last time yes. you had that whole side thing with the family. Remember that family? Oh my god, I forgot yeah. about that entirely. Yeah, but in the original. If my memory serves me correctly, the original four or five however many heroes just get fucked up by Steppenwolf. Like, it's not really close. No, I don't think it's close at all. This one it is. And then Superman comes and really fucks him up. Now, they still have some of that problem here. Um, And that's just that bad Superman. Again, they can't remake the movie. But if they would have made Justice League with a bad Superman, I don't know how they would have figured it out down the line. But if if you know Cavill's done anyways. Cavill. Cavill. Whatever. If you know he wants to be done anyways, do this fucking bad Superman and then actually kill him, kill him. You shouldn't rush that anyways, but... And then you could build down the line, here's this tie, kill Superman, he turns bad. Don't even involve Dark Side yet. This movie happens, Justice League, you get bad Superman, then he's dead, whatever. I don't know how they... Kryptonite, that's how they fucking kill him. That's how they have to kill him. Maybe that's why they didn't do it, because they're like, we know how everyone... Everyone knows how we're going to have to kill him. That Dark Side figures out about that he finds out that the last kryptonian's now dead and he could go on his conquest you know what i mean and then that's how you inter- introduce dark side later on and then if you want to fuck around it's a comic book movie then bring superman superman back you know four fucking movies in the future if you really want to yeah um there, there is definitely a compelling story there if you know, they wanted to make it and like i said they can't just completely remake the movie because they would have got trolled by people no, like for us. sure but I think the reason the epilogue exists is because that was part of Zack Snyder's vision, is to create a story like that in the future. Which would be fucking cool. Which makes me think, that makes me think that since this is the quote-unquote Snyder cut, like, and I don't know if it's canon, like, I think that's something he retroactively added. I mean, ov- there was more Doomsday visions by Batman in the original, but I wouldn't be surprised if that scene we saw of his dream was along the lines of something they were actually going to do. But then Snyder's like, hey, we can't do this because Cavill's gone. So let's throw it in the Snyder Cut as like a dream sequence to show everyone, you know, like, hey, here's what the line it was going towards. And, I mean, there there was the scene like that in the original yeah. Justice League. So this isn't something afterwards he said, oh, well, let's do this. Yeah. Like, this obviously was an idea and continued to be an idea in this version. So um, compelled by that. The whole scene, that was my favorite part of the first one, and probably my favorite part of this one, again, even though it was the same scene, when they resurrect Superman, and he just fucks him up. It's cool. And my favorite my favorite scene of the whole movie was when Flash was going fast, and Superman's holding all of them, and, and you see looks. Superman's head turn, and Flash is like, oh, fuck. It's fucking cool. Uh, I will say, as much as Superman did fuck him up, they did lose the fight without the Flash, which I liked. Yeah. He was the one who saved the day. As yeah. much as Superman showed up and That's, fucked that up That was Steppen a good Wolf, fix, too, yeah. Because the first one, it was just Superman fucking him up, and then it was over. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as Superman was the one who did it, if it was just Superman, they lost. Yeah. So they used another character and said, look, like the Flash, yeah, he's quick. He's this funny kid. He's also extremely powerful for what we want to do. Yeah. And he has his own movie coming up, Flashpoint, which I think is really fucking weird multiverse shit. I and mean, Keaton's going to be in it. It's going to be something weird. 
Well, I mean, he literally ran so fast, he ran back in time. And that was a fucking awesome scene. That was my favorite part of the movie. Nice. It's like they, they have that shit happen, and then it's like, oh, fuck, they just lost. Like, what? Because like, obviously you're not fucking expecting anything like that to happen in a, in a fucking superhero movie. Unless they did a Avengers, like, part one, part two. Avengers lost Infinity War. I'm just saying, if they would have just fucking ended it like that, that wouldn't have been good. Um, I would have been very confused. But... <laughs> <laughs> I liked how they used the Flash in this, and it wasn't just Superman saves the day. It was them as a team. They needed the Flash to do it. They needed Cyborg, and you understood why they needed Cyborg more in this one. Um, it was everybody. Yeah. Which is fun. I like that. Now, my patent-pending movie scale. Look, this was an improvement from the original. 100%. And original I, is a I shit show. understand the things that Snyder did and why he did it to fix it. How much of it was... <laughs> This is my vision versus I saw that and I realized how bad it was. Like, we'll never know the true answer. You know what I There's, mean? This is my vision or hindsight's twenty twenty. This is my vision plus hindsight. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the studio did have a hand in changing it. I'm, I'm 100% sure they did change from what he wanted. Yeah. But there's probably also some – I've sat on this for a year and a half. Like, let's do it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just before we get into the patent pending movie scale, right off the top, 4-3 was a stupid decision. Oh, I was – my brain went to a 4-3 defense in the NFL. I don't know which – I, I nice. went to, like, the game. I thought you were about to go on a spiel about Cyborg's touchdown and how the fucking defense <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> I was like, that was a stupid decision. He's obviously a fu- – no, realistically, though, like, that football scene, he broke, like, no less than six tackles. <laughs> that was yeah. the most remarkable football run I've ever seen. He was going to be in the NFL if he didn't get hit by a car. <laughs> Just sad thing to say. <laughs> um, no, 4-3 was a stupid fucking decision. Obviously, yeah. this is your creative, artistic. You're trying to be too artsy with it. Everyone's streaming this. This is an at-home streaming fucking movie. Everyone has flat-screen TVs at 4K that they want to watch this in. Why do you make me have big-ass black bars on either side of my flat-screen TV? Be artistic in the normal fucking way like everyone else is. I did see some posts that were making fun of him because it was like, wow, this Zack Snyder cut is so much more artistic. And it was just showing side-by-side stills. And it was like the framing was just slightly off. <laughs> like, it wasn't even that big of a difference. It wasn't. And it's just such a – that was a – be self-aware, dude. Yeah. Don't do fucking 4-3. I'm not going to dock at points for it. I'm not going to oh, do I anything am. That's else. part of it. I, it's a stupid decision, but it's still a viewing ex- – like, I, there was I'm still shit on it. screen. That's fair. I'm not – I thought it was stupid. Be more self-aware. I mean, I might have liked this movie if he didn't. Because when I saw Fair that, enough. when it was like to to keep his his artistic vision, this movie is going to be presented in 4-3. Like, I instantly was like, this guy's taking himself super seriously. Like, he's – I don't know. It just kind of felt like, like a you were sticking your nose up. Like, yeah, the first one sucked. You can't stick your nose up at it. But it, I don't know. Like, you were, your goal was not to release this in 4-3 in the theaters. I know that for a fact. Yeah. I, it just it, it gave me a, a bad a bad vibe. Like he like at the end of the day, bro, you're making a superhero movie. You're not making an Oscar movie, and like he was om- like it was almost just like you better ap- if you don't appreciate the four three. We have to explain the four three because if you don't appreciate it, this movie's not for you. Kind of like I don't know, just bullshit like that. I don't know. It was be self aware. You're yeah. making a superhero movie. No one wants it to be four three. Um, with that being said, I'm strictly judging what was on screen. Um, I'm judging if you, if you dock two-thirds points, of my screen that weren't on screen. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not docking points for it. I'm just going to shit talk it. Um, 
now I will say my score is not that great, but yeah. it is a byproduct of not really enjoying just the universe they created and how rushed this Justice League was. And while it got better, there was still holes. Um, Absolutely. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. And I just I, – I don't – I tried reviewing this movie as if it was any other superhero movie. Obviously, it's much better than the first, but I do have to look at it as its own movie. And, yes, they did – it did have to take four hours to do everything they wanted. And that wasn't Snyder's fault because of the stuff they did before, unless Snyder was more involved with the stuff before than we're thinking. Um but at the end of the day, you have to sleep in the bed that you've made, and I, I can't be like, okay, I'm going to be more lenient on this because he was in a shittier situation. Like, look, you had to make the movie you had to make. I'm sorry that your studio fucked you over and your universe fucked you over, but hey. That being said, it's not a horrendous score. I Again, this is a movie. I'm judging it as a movie. I think we're going to be like 30 points. Nah, we're going to be like – we'll be like 17 points off is my guess. We'll see. Plot slash story, I gave it a 12, right smack dab in the middle. Gave it a 15. Holy fuck, um, There was more character building. The pacing was better. Oh, um, I, don't, I don't even want to say better. I liked, I liked it. Yeah, don't, don't say better. I'm not going to say better. Yes. Just the movie itself. The pacing was good. I didn't have any parts where, obviously, it's a long fucking movie, and no matter what, like that's going to play some sort of role into this. Yeah. Um, but I liked how it flowed. I liked the story they created. I liked that they gave a backstory. Everything made more sense because of that. Um, I liked the flashback scene with Darkseid, so you understood what these boxes were, and you had something fucking entertaining going on while it happened. Yeah. Um, you got to see the history of the Atlanteans and the I think they called them New Gods or some shit, the Zeus. Mm-hmm. Which fucking cool. I want a Zeus movie. <laughs> um, I liked the pacing of it. I liked how the backstories created more compelling characters and it showed why they were doing what they wanted to do. Um, I liked how they interacted more. I, I liked it. I liked the story. With that being said, it didn't blow me away. It's a fucking comic book movie. There's been other comic book movies with much better stories. But this was not just a cut-and-dry story. I liked the twist at the end where the Flash is the one who saved him. Um, I liked how it all came together. I wasn't blown away by it, but 15 is a pretty decent score. Why is it okay. just average? Um, they did better character building, but sure. to me, and I think this is being spoiled by Marvel movies, especially Phase 3 Marvel movies, is half of the battle is getting a good villain. And the worst part of Shazam was what? Villain. The fucking uncharismatic villain. Damn right. Who just was a fucking spoiled brat or something like that. I think that's what it was. I don't even remember. He was so unmemorable. He, he had demons, bro. Um, I just did not like, I, I just, the, I don't like Steppenwolf, you know, obviously things dragged, but again, that's cause it was long. They did better with the characters. I think the original justice league probably gets like an eight. It yeah. Probably gets single sure. digits. Um, and I could see it being higher if I got just a little bit, I, I, they did explain a little bit more about he's, you know, betrayed dark side. It's just, it was very generic cut and dry. And I know you can't really make a relatable, it's hard to make a relatable, Steppenwolf, yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's the problem with choosing Steppenwolf to be the villain in this movie. Um, wh- where else they could they have gone? I'm not sure. I don't know all the villains, you know, in the D- – and obviously they can't change it. Again, they can't completely change who the villain is. Um, I just – I saw myself just not 
like the guy was just kind of bland and he was just like whatever and that kind of hurt it for me i mean that's more characters too but i don't know that that's also the plot a little bit i feel like yeah well you know it's a combination um well, i agree with that i think that he did have some character building in this and i think they did more for dark dark side than him um which admittedly isn't the best idea especially if you don't plan on doing i get you want to show what you wanted to do but if you know that you're not gonna do those things more you can still have dark side in it but spend maybe 50 percent more of the energy towards steppenwolf like the first movie didn't have enough dark and dark side they literally mentioned him once yeah and it's supposed to be like one of those things where it's like comic book fans know that they're connected like there could have been a better balance you know this one it explained the the goal of the boxes and it explained dark side's overall goal but this was um just a henchman he was was ebony ma is the villain yes Yes. The thing is what it came down this to. This is Ebony Maw if he was the villain of Infinity War. Correct. Yeah. That's what they did. It was his henchman, and you saw the connection, and it gave a little bit more backstory. Um, but he was the weaker part still. Yeah. It, and, you know, it has nothing to do with my score. It was better than it was last time. Yeah. But he was the weakest part of the story, which is honestly why it only got, like, a 15. Um, again, that's not a great score. It's a good score. But it, there wasn't a super compelling villain. You understood why everything was going on. It was the other... It was the heroes that drew, drove the story, not the villain. And that's why I give it a 12. I understood everything. And it it was just a, it was a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Twas. Visual slash cinematography, I give it a 10. Did you really? Yes. Give it a 16. This oh, was wow. obviously, again, I'm not nup docking it for the 4-3. Well, I, ha- I have more reasons for the 4-3. Let's, I want to hear what you say. There was a fucking thread on Twitter, and I've been trying to find it, and I can't find it now to show you. But this guy found a bunch of different scenes where you could tell they were re-scenes, and you could completely tell that they were not in the same room. Like, the lighting was terrible. There was a scene where they're, like, at Bruce's lair or whatever. I forgot where exactly they were. And, like, it's a still of all four of them. And, like, the lighting on all four of them is just so bad. Like, it's very obvious these are four people in four different rooms on green screens and they're b- getting put post-production and there was just a bunch of examples of that um i hated the four three um <laughs> I, I hated it i, I just fair. hated it and i thought i originally you know 12 is like a an average you know and i feel like they had some stuff that was above average for sure but they had the four three which i hated and they had some of the reshoots which was not totally their fault covid and everything um but it still was there, so I have to I have to dock points for it. I just remembered. Remember when Superman sat down at the table at sh- the end of Shazam? They totally just set that up too. What do you mean? At the end credit of Shazam, remember he like sits down with yeah. him at the, and you see the suit, but you don't see his face. Yeah. Yeah, they just like, I don't know. I feel like they set up a Shazam Superman thing too. Oh, just this is completely unrelated to what. Yeah. The spiel you just want. Okay. Um, I with that being said, my favorite probably seen was uh well i like the changes they made to the end battle it wasn't all red yep which looked terrible it, it was like, like a more purple before. which was much better and i do like how the apocalypse setting that was cool oh the epilogue yeah yeah the epilogue, dream. The epilogue looked really fucking cool um i liked the action action i liked the fight scenes i liked all of them i loved how they were shot i loved how it all looked um the four three like i said i'm not docking it i uh, I don't know if it's what it is, if I'm just more cultured and I like older stuff, Jay. Um, didn't bother me. I forgot it was there eventually. I didn't. 
Um, so I was fine with it. I liked the way it was shot. It was obviously shot in an artistic way. Um, Stefan Wolf's armor looked like shit still. Yeah. Looked really bad. Yeah. Awful, awful CGI. Yeah. Um, but I liked it was shot in an artistic way. I liked the action. I liked all of that shit. And I'm just viewing it as like other superhero movies and shit. Like I, I give them points and all that for the fighting and everything. This was fairly action-packed for how long it was. There was plenty of action to go along with it, and I liked all of it. Um, I really liked the the flashback scene with Darkseid against all the old people, not the actual mm-hmm. Justice League, mm-hmm. that giant battle. That looked really fucking cool. Yeah. And, like, the shot of the him hitting the ground and, like, the lava crop circle and shit. Like, there were some shots in this that looked really, really, really fucking cool. Um, I didn't notice the they look like they weren't in a different room type stuff. Obviously, if I went back and looked at it, I'm sure I would. Yeah. Um, that was not incorporated into my score. I would like to see that. I was trying to find the fucking tr- the the thread for you, and I can't find it. Um, if I find it, I'll send it your way. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not going to change my score now because I didn't notice it in time. Yeah. But I like a lot of what they did. It was obviously shot in a better, more artistic way. There was an obvious color palette to it, and like the different scenes and stuff. Um, it just looked fucking cool. Some of the CGI wasn't great, notably Steppenwolf's armor. <laughs> um, but there's cool scenes, and the way certain things were shot look fucking cool. What'd you give it again? 16. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't have that reshoot shit, probably give it plus two. Four, three. 12. It would probably get a 14, uh, probably a 15 if it didn't have a four, three, and I didn't notice those things. I think you're just being petty with the four, three. That's I a didn't lot of, like That's it. a lot of points to take off for it just being two shot. Two points? I thought you said that the the other scenes were the two points. Well, like four points combined, that would raise it up to a 14, 15. Two and a half points each. That feels like a lot, especially because that's I just did not how like shit the looked four, before. Three. I, I didn't like the 4-3. Okay. It pissed me off. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm hand up, completely transparent, completely honest. It pissed me off. Okay. I'm not, I can't change your score here. I just... And I think part of it's the reaction, too. Look, and I, I admit, it might be a flawed way to think it, but I see everyone talking about how this is a cinematic masterpiece, and then I see this fucking 4-3 bullshit about your artistic vision. Like, dude, they made a shitty fucking Justice League movie, and you're going to come in and shoot it all in 4-3 to conti- keep your artistic vision in a fucking superhero movie. Like you said, read the fucking room. Yeah, again, I didn't like it. It pissed me off. I eventually forgot it was there. I didn't. And it didn't change. It continually pissed me off. Any of the viewing experience for me. I thought it was a very, like, again, like, don't do it. Like, obviously, it's stupid to do, but it did not change the experience for me. My biggest fucking gripe with it, my biggest gripe, is WandaVision, when it was 4 3, utilized it. Not out like you know like they it was a it was an artistic decision and you know th- then they would change the borders and shit we've never seen that p- done before at least I haven't no I don't think so they went from four three to like sixteen by s- nine and then twenty two by whatever in the scene though yeah like literally oh yeah like <laughs> they used all three aspect ratios I've seen this movie in theaters I know it was shot for widescreen and at the end of the day you're still using sixty percent of the same footage this movie was not shot for four three. You just took a movie that was shot for widescreen and put it in a 4-3 box. If you would have better utilized it, like, just because you took a widescreen movie, put it in 4-3, and adjusted it a little bit just so it was, like, the centering and stuff, like, I don't know. I watched a widescreen movie, 16 by 9 whatever the hell it is, on a 4-3 box just because he wanted to be artsy, I feel like. And that's what upset me about the mo- about it the most. 
didn't affect my viewing experience. I fucking hated it. I'm I, I literally scoffed. I was so I started watching this at the when I was volunteering at the vaccine clinic because the first role I had, I was literally doing nothing. I was sitting outside just waiting for people, and there was no people. So I was like, I'm just gonna watch this, and nice. when people come up, I'll fucking help them. Um, and I scoffed. I legitimately scoffed when I, I read that. Like I said, in I public. I stayed up till midnight, watched it till four a.m. Um, I paused and went on my phone. I was like, "Is this really in fucking four Because when we watched Cherry and I streamed it from Apple TV, something got fucked up, and I watched the first ten minutes of that movie like stretched out and all <laughs> fucked up. I was like, "Why does this look like shit?" And then like I doubled, like I unconnected it, reconnected it, and it was the normal fucking aspect. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And so I was watching this. I was like. This is really going to be all in fucking 4-3, or is this just, like, the opening scene or something? I was blown away by it. But, again, I it eventually I forgot if it was even an issue. It didn't change my viewing experience. Um, I just think it's stupid. Key elements. <laughs> I gave it a 17. For key elements for comic book movie? Yeah, I gave it a 17. What'd you give it? Dude, are you, I think you're giving this a, kind of a high score, brother. It's not that high of a score. That's like up there with like the good MCU movies. First, I mean, this is it was a DC movie. I just don't think it's up there, brother. I Could think you give it? I think there's. I'll more, explain. I'll, I think I'll there are levels explain. to this, and this is a, a a lower level. I gave it a twelve. I. Key Elements is a comic book movie. They said, we're not going to try and be Marvel. We're not going to do the comedy. So there was no comedy. It was a serious movie with action scenes that I fucking loved. Stupid artistic decisions that didn't make any sense. Again, you're. I feel like you just – that is taking 10 points off of this movie just from it being 4-3. No, I just – Key Elements – I don't know. Like, the action was fine, but, like, I just feel like the bar has – the bar has been raised so high that we have to – judge it comparatively to the other movies in this genre and there's just levels i feel like there's it, it is good and if this movie was released 10 years ago obviously it'd be fucking spectacular but i mean like i don't know there was nothing i like the flash scene but there was nothing like totally new or crazy about the action scenes and the superhero dynamic and everything especially the team-up dynamic which they fumbled um i, I just think there's levels and i think it was fine See, I think the reason this is getting such good praise is this one category right here, and it's because it's not Marvel, haha. Well, I don't want that, but... Well, I just think that what they did, the reason people are liking it so much isn't because the plot, isn't because the cinematography. It's because the key element aspect. This is a, it's a more serious take on a comic book movie, and I think they did good. I think all the action scenes look good. Um, I think, like I said, that flashback scene, like, you know, the mythos of the backstory of it and the different set pieces and everything were fun and they were enjoyable watch. And it was its own lane. And I think they for again, you're comparing it to the other comic book movies and stuff. Do I think this was like an MCU movie? No, I think MCU movies have to have comedy. And if they're boring, it's different. But this wasn't boring. This was more serious. It's not even the comedy, though. It's just the. I don't know. Like, like I said, the villain goes into it, and I thought the action scenes were fine. I don't. There's nothing that stood out to me that it's like, wow. See, I that is something I haven't seen in 15 other comic book movies before. I love that the, I didn't see in huge ending Man I, of Steel or Batman versus Superman or all these other movies that they've done. It's nothing new. Um, it's just good. They just did what they needed to actually do, which they didn't do the first time. 
the the flashback fight scene with Darkseid was good. The ending fi- fight scene with um, Steppenwolf, I forgot his fucking name again, was good. The Flash stuff was good. Everything was good. It was a more serious take on a comic book movie, and all the fighting shit was good. That's why the people. That's this is the only reason it's getting such a good fan reception, and the reason it's sitting at fucking seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eight point four on IMDb. Is because it's its own lane and it executed all of the DC superhero stuff that they needed to do well. I can't believe it has an 8.4 on IMDb. I mean, the score you're giving it, it's going to fucking get a similar out of 100. I, I think they did a very good job of creating what DC needs to be. And setting their own lane and having these actions and this, you know, the history with the Amazonians and the Atlanteans and all this other shit and just how it came together. I thought they did a very good job at that. Okay. I I think this is the movie benefiting from having such a shitty original. I just don't see how it's different enough to go from dog shit to the third highest score you can get. Fourth highest. I, I just – I don't see enough changes in that, especially in that aspect, to raise it that high. I just don't personally. I, I think that the first movie had the right idea. They fumbled the execution. This one was an accurate execution of the right idea. Hmm. I think they did a very good job at this. Do I think it was new and innovative? No, that's why I didn't give it a fucking 19 or 20. I think it was a very good execution of what they should have been doing this entire time. But they tried it in the last one. I mean, that bank scene was in the first one. The Wonder Woman setup. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was scene was fine. I think that was honestly the, the exact Superman same scene. Scene, which was my favorite, was in the first one. Obviously, um, the fighting scene at the end was different, and they got they got rid of the the family dynamic, which was put in originally to make it more relatable. Um, I'm fine with them taking it out. Like I said, I like the Flash stuff, but. I don't know. It was one good flashback scene. and I think that it's the flashback scene and the better ending scene and the less comedy and more this is the thing we're going for and trying to do is good. I'm not going to lie to you. You know I'm the biggest fucking Marvel fan in the world. I love what Marvel does. I mean, this isn't me being a fucking Snyder fanboy. I'm going to choose a fucking Marvel movie over this every day of the week. With that being said, I think the best part about this movie was the serious comic book superhero action film. I just I, I I I just don't know how I feel about this because it's obviously they're not trying to be comedic and I don't want a comic book movie to be comedic for the sake of being comedic and if they don't want to do that then they shouldn't be feel forced to do that. Um that being said, comic books are I mean a comic comedic they're fun. They're lighthearted and I get I'll they call want it to create a graphic novel then. <laughs> they want to well they do they do make the darker like the killing joke and all that stuff um and just looking at like their most well received movies like Shazam like 88 overall birds of prey they're more fun yes but the best dc movies are the serious batman movies but that's what i'm saying and that's what i was going to get into my point their best movie they've made are those serious batman movies and that is just so much on a higher level than this. Absolutely. But that's from the story and everything else. And the 
that's what I'm saying. You're saying absolutely. I feel like if that's on such a higher level, how are you going to give it a 17? Well, that movie, I mean, the Dark Knight movies probably 1, 2, and 3 score 18, 19, and 20 in key elements. Um, probably just 19 and 20s. Those are, those are flawless. Those are some of the best fucking comic book movies ever made. So it's hard to, I can't say that it's that. No, it's not that. It's 17. It's pretty fucking good. It's one point away from me in 16, which I feel like you would have a completely different response to if it was a 16. Um, I just think that it is serious and it does what it needs to do good because those are obviously more individual movies with Batman. Um, this is a team up movie and the way that they use the characters and had them doing shit together was a lot better than it was originally. But not even that. It's just it was good. I enjoyed what was on screen. I enjoyed the comic book aspect of it. I enjoyed the 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 big bad villain of Dark Side looming over everything. Um, and his I don't know the Ebony Maw character. Um, Steppenwolf. Yeah, he was fine, and I think he was the generic superhero villain for everything else to go around. Now that's gonna hurt their plot. That's gonna spoiler alert, hurt their characters. But in terms of just key elements in comic book, that doesn't hurt it for me. Okay. Fair. Characters, Jay, what'd you give it? <sighs> I'm stuck between two numbers. I'm just gonna keep my original. I'm not gonna bump it down. A thirteen. Also gave it a thirteen. Okay. Um yeah, Steppenwolf sucks. He he weighs this down significantly. Um He's not good. No, he's not. Um I like what they did with Cyborg. I wish they would have done it in a movie. It's own movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, do a movie review <laughs> in, their own, in its own movie. Because um, that's a really compelling story to tell. Um, especially this dynamic with his dad who dies in this. That didn't happen in the first one, right? I think it did. Did it disintegrate like that? Pretty sure. I don't fucking remember that. I think it was the exact same scene. I don't fucking remember it then. I might have had a pee break in the movie theater. Um, I think there's a, a, a dynamic there. Because obviously his dad rebuilds him, whatever. Like, they could have gotten deep with that connection. Yeah. Because, you know, they had the whole thing. His dad wasn't there for his football game. And then his mom and his him die. Or not die. Well, his mom dies. Um, and he basically dies. And his dad's kind of like all he has left. And he loves and supports him. But you could have even – there could have been some resentment there. You know, like – why are you looking at me like what that? What do you mean? Well, he wasn't at his football game and his mom died. He fucking hated his dad. Well, yeah. But they could have built, I don't know, they could have been a bonding, like, they could have had its own movie. Oh, yes. I thought you were saying there wasn't resentment. I was like, he fucking hates his dad throughout no, this entire like he thing. Could've... He destroys the fucking recording of his voice when he talks to him, like, as your father. He's like, fuck you, and destroys it. That's what I'm saying. They could have built up this connection in its own movie where the story, like, you have this, you know, and you could have you could have got some bullshit villain. You know, I know you say that. I know I just said you need a good villain. But sometimes, on these standalone movies, sometimes... The goal is to set up for the bigger thing. If Maybe we're being Stephen honest, Wolf, like Thor, is Loki's the villain in Thor. Stephen Wolf versus Cyborg. cyborg. <laughs> um, there could have been such a thing there, you know, and maybe it could have been such, and you would have got such a more fulfilling death scene with his dad. Yeah, which absolutely. sounds weird because if you have the standalone movie where, you know, they're they're kind of learning to love each other again, whatever, you know, I know it's generic, but there's a good way to do it in a comic book movie, especially, and by at the end of cyborg the movie you know they could be better terms maybe still a little rocky you know but it's like something happens you know he, he kind of apolo uh, like not apologizes to his dad uh 
accepts his dad's apology. I don't want to say his dad make would apologize. They make amends, whatever. Um, forgives his dad, whatever the case is. And they kind of, and you see that connection, that connection blossom at the, you know, the first half of Justice League, just a little bit more, yeah. not to this level, but sprinkle it in a little bit more. And then right when things are great or whatever, and then you have this death scene, and then it just, it would just feel so much more compelling. Um, but I still like Cyborg. Um, Flash benefited the most because Flash just didn't have anything in the first one. Um, Very minimal. And this time around, he was actually a character. Um, again, could have done more with another movie but i was fine with him i they actually gave what's uh i don't know the actor's name but ezra miller ezra miller they gave him i feel like they just gave him a little bit more just juice i don't know they they let him act they let him be the character and have its own scenes and create that the characteristics of it you know what i mean The, the dog scene it showed who he was and he got to have those quirky fucking weird mannerisms and pulls out his resume it's all crinkled and he's just rambling like they let him be a character yeah, so that was better. I, I mean, the first movie around, again, this isn't a comparative score, but the only scene we got was that pizza scene or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's explaining it, and then they get pizza, whatever I think he's introduced in the scene where he goes to see his dad or yeah. something, which was slightly changed in this, but it's still there, which does help build the character, but it's not enough on its own. Yeah, so that was better. Um, hands tied with how long the movie is and how many other fucking characters they had to do, So, but it's still better. Batman's Batman. Yeah, I like – that's the sad part. I really like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think if in, in a solo movie, he legitimately could be my favorite Batman. I fucking love him he's as Batman. He's just fucking – he's they, – they just haven't given him enough. He's the best part of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Easily. Gal Gadot seemed like she benefited the least from doing this. Which – She just participated. She had her bank scene, and it, she feels like she just participates in this movie. Because they didn't have to. They didn't have to do this character building with her. And – she didn't have the character building the last movie, just like the other people didn't. Yeah. So this time around, in Zack Snyder's vision, he's like, okay, look, these guys already know who this character is. Like, we don't have to do this. You know, well, we're I'm not saying, forced from, like, to do the, this. The changed version, it's like, okay, they know who she is. We're not going to give any work towards her because we have so much other shit to focus on. Now, if there wasn't a Wonder Woman movie, it'd be a shit job. Yeah, for sure. If this was just it. Um, Wonder Woman 84, shit movie. Um, Correct. That movie wasn't great. Um, Superman, a little bit more compelling yep. this time around, which was good. I like what they did with him. I like the scene with Alfred and then mm-hmm. him going back to the ship, getting the black Superman suit on. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. 13. Stephen Wolf really fucking, <laughs> really fucking weighed this down. Though. Yeah. Um, a lot. I feel like I, did I forget someone? No, I didn't forget anyone. No, yeah, Aquaman. Fu- Aquaman, yeah. Gave okay. him more. I don't remember how much was in the first one. We've not seen at a solo all. film from this. Not at all. Um, like, it's literally zero. Really? There's that opening scene where he's he goes to the, the he's searching place. Him. Yeah. And, like, that's it. Obviously, there's something at Atlantis where he goes and gets the box in the original one. Is there? I mean, yes. He goes and collects the fucking mother box from Atlantis. He has to. I just... I In that movie, he was so bad. I, I feel like... He, similar to the Wonder Woman, like, I don't remember the first one. Maybe they gave him more. He still didn't have a whole hell of a Well, yeah, even in this one, one it's still not great, yeah. With William Dafoe, where he was like, you got to do this. Yeah. I'm Green Goblin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he also was not very – he didn't benefit from this. For sure. I mean, he benefited only because the first one was so little. But, yeah, it's still kind of weak. Um, Steppenwolf sucked. And another thing that holds it back for me – and 
from really getting a high score if there was no Steppenwolf and you had a good villain. I just – the team dynamic. Again, it's just rushed. Mm-hmm. I never really like them together as much as I feel like I could. I How their character types could bounce off of each other. You I, know? Sl- I slightly agree with that to an extent because you look at a movie like Superman versus Batman where it's – Batman versus Superman. Whatever. It's Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman fighting Doomsday at the end. Yeah. And they're, like, working as a team for no fucking apparent reason. <laughs> they just met this woman and found out she had abilities. <laughs> but, like, they're just, like, working as a team, but still somehow individual. It's, yeah. like, the worst team-up I've ever seen in a fight scene. Yeah. This was a lot better than that. Um, well, that's there better. There is the stuff of bouncing off each other and talking. I just mean, like, the chemistry of the characters themselves, not so much the action. Yeah. Because you have so many different character types. You have the quirky Flash. You have kind of the stoic Wonder Woman, Superman. You have Batman, who's fucking paranoid beyond his own belief, you know, and kind of his kind of deal. You have Aquaman, who's the serious guy. You have Cyborg, who's the guy who's going through, like, mental shit. Like, not – I'm not trying to make light of any actual mental things. But, you know, with his dad and those those kind of battles. And, like, there's just so much they could have done with that. Again, your hands are tied. You rushed it. You didn't get the fucking – I don't – Captain America – you didn't get the Iron Man 2 where Black Widow and Iron Man are first introduced, and you didn't get this and you didn't get that. You just didn't get it. You yeah, know? and I'm thinking of scenes on you know the Avengers where they all meet at the her- helicarrier, mm-hmm. and they're talking and shit, and then the helicarrier gets attacked in the first Avengers, and then Iron Man's working with Captain America, and like you get that first team-up dynamic. Yeah. Or when they go to Germany to fight Loki, and then Thor shows up. And like you have the banter between Black Widow and Captain America and Iron Man. Like The movie, the time spent in this story creating the backstories for these characters took away from the chemistry between them all. Yeah. It just, and I think part of it is to us maybe knowing that they're not going in this direction anymore and them knowing they're not going in this direction anymore. It's like, they don't really have to build this cohesive unit. You know, it it just didn't feel like a co you know, you, you associate Robert Downey Jr. With Chris Evans. Yeah. I mean it in that regard. And it's like, for sure. You know, fighting together, obviously cohesive, but Um, just more potential there. Parts of them, I think, will still be there moving forward. I don't think Gal Gadot is going to stop being Wonder Woman. Ezra Miller's getting his own movie. Um, But you're losing your two biggest ones. That's the problem. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's still supposed to be around. I don't think he's doing another superhero movie, but he's supposed to show up in other shit. Okay. Um, If that that's the last thing I remember from reports, so he's still there. Who fucking knows with Affleck? Yeah, Affleck's – I think he's done. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited for that new Batman, the whole detective part of it. Oh, it's going to be the fucking – hopefully on the level of the Christopher Man, Nolan movies. Hopefully it doesn't suck. What if it's just a total be the, that'll Honestly, like that's the movie more than any of the new Marvel movies besides like Doctor Strange, maybe Spider-Man. But like I'm looking forward to that more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Um, so we'll see what they do. But – they spent too much time with the individuals that they've never built built that mesh, which sucks. Yeah, because they they had to, mm-hmm. and it worked because it didn't work in the first one where they skipped that part. Yeah, it's just tough. Enjoyment though, final category thirteen. Give it a fifteen. I had fun with this movie. Um, I if it wasn't so long, could see me going back and watching it. I could see me going back and rewatching parts of this movie. Well, my third, my eleven through thirteen categories probably would not sit through again, but it caught my attention at points. It is not in my recommend to someone who has not seen it because I, I would, I would recommend this 
and here's the thing. I would recommend this to a very small sliver of people like your father. I would not okay. recommend this movie to my dad. I would not recommend this movie to Brandon or to Miko unless they really wanted to see it. Like, this just isn't – I. it's better. I just don't see this being a movie people can just sit down and totally enjoy independently. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's turn this on. And that's where – I just – in terms of my category names. But I still wouldn't have given it a 14 or higher. I, I don't know. The four-hour benchmark is a very large thing to hurdle. Yeah. For recommending it to people. It's, there's just no way around that. The story itself and the movie itself and the experience, absolutely. Um, you said at the beginning where this doesn't leave you wanting more. I want to see more. I want this story to continue. I, I want them again. to bring I'm Snyder back and continue what they did here. I think that would be good to have the funny family comedy of Marvel and then have the more serious. They say shit and fuck, Jay. Um, the more serious I think it was like mythology or something he said like there's stories and backstories to this shit yeah that they don't have in Marvel yeah that they can expand on and have a great time telling these unique stories I want to see more of that I want Martian Manhunter to become a part of this Um, stupid fucking decision also took a point away from that for characters because he just has one random fucking scene where he's like Lois yeah and then he shows up at the end yeah there's just no fucking reason for that. Yeah. Well, they said. I guess they said in interviews before that he was undercover. Like Snyder said in interviews before he was out, I think. Like he's in the original movie. Yeah, like movie. he's in it. He's this guy. In, and it was That's just so one of those stupid. like, oh, it's canon. That's stupid. Um, I don't know. It's just useless. There's no need to put him in this film. Yeah, and I think – I think I do enjoy – and there's nothing wrong with the more serious comic book movies, but my cup of tea is it doesn't have to be funny because there's Infinity War is not funny. Like, obviously, there's certain moments. But Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's not funny. Endgame's not funny. I mean, the worst parts of that movie are when they're trying to be funny, a.k.a. Professor Hulk. Correct. I fucking hate that guy. I, there, It's not necessarily funny movie, but there's moments of levity. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, nice word. Thank you. There's the the who's your master scene in Infinity War. It's like, what am I supposed to say, Jesus? Like, we're using our made-up names. Like, there's yeah. there's comedy moments. Yeah. But they're not funny. I, I agree with that. And I, I think, personally, I just enjoy that more. And, I, you know, obviously there's a place for these kind of more serious comic book movies. But I feel like a lot of people like this movie because it is different than Marvel. And I'm not saying you, but I have talked to people. Like, um, I, don't, I don't think he listens to this, but Michael Zamora. Shout out Michael Zamora. Um, we used to talk in high school all the time, and he always said how he likes the, the the serious movies, and he doesn't like the comedy, and the you know he prefers the darker shit. So I feel like people will gravitate more towards that. Um, but I, I, again, I think there's levels to it, and I, I think this is fine, and I think people like it so much more than maybe I'm willing to accept, just because it's different than Marvel, and because it improved on such a bad original and really not just a bad original a bad consecutive movies with batman versus superman like they really fumbled the ball two movies in a row for sure which is kind of like not part one part two but kind of is in a little bit of a sense you know yeah so um if it, it made the dc fans happy i'm happy for them not my total cup of tea what's your final score jay 60 out of 100 60 yes that feels Brutal. Look, looking at Wonder Woman 1984, 
that's a shit movie compared to this. And it maybe probably should have got lower than. And you gave it the exact same score. Hey, fair to me. I I do these blind. I don't compare afterwards. Significantly better. I don't than Wonder Woman. I don't know if it is for me. That's absurd. Um, Sixty-eight is the final score. In between the binge and a dog's purpose. What did you give it? Seventy-six. Okay. Um, sixty feels real fucking tough. Hey man, it's not our biggest difference, but it feels like our biggest disagreement. <laughs> Everything was just okay for me. It was just a, a mediocre movie, I average to twelve, and it, it was a big improvement from the first one. I, I didn't love it the way you loved it, Ty. That's the thing is, I didn't even love it. I just had a good time with it. It, it was good enough. Seventy six is not a good score. I, I mean, you it's, know, uh, within the lines. It is. It is. What it's, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's one of the lowest superhero movies on my list besides Wonder Woman 1984. But it just felt better than that movie by a long shot. That movie felt like they were taking a step back. This movie felt like they were headed in the right direction. I mean, not taking a step back from Justice League. Wonder Woman 1984 was still better than the original. Step back from... The first Wonder Woman, for sure. Oh, well, yeah, that was probably... I haven't seen that one, but that's probably the best uh, DCU movie. It's up there, yeah, for sure. But it, it just, you know, that was a step back. Like, they finally figured out a character and how to make good movies with the first one. And it's like, no, we kind of just got lucky. This felt like there was an obvious vision and idea of what they were trying to do. And they started heading there. Um, 68, though. It's our final score. We should add categories to this, like just comic book movies. I mean, are, are things growing by every day? Look, Ty, you say I give movies too high of scores, so look. All right, I gave it lower. There you go. Appreciate it, Jay. You're tougher on it. Brought my average down. 69. Nice. Still have a higher average than me. Um, It is 33rd out of 54 films we've reviewed. Sounds um, good. And that number is going to jump significantly next week. Yes, it is. We Ty. have March Movie Madness. Yeah. Finishing up next week. It yeah, what's on the slate? Let the listeners know what's on the slate next week. Just like the movies we're doing? Yeah, our schedule. So Do we have that filled out? Ne- next week is just the March Movie Madness finale. No Falcon and Winter Soldier? And Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, we have our bracket. We have 12 films. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, I saw what's coming up after March Madness finale. It's fun. And I got excited. It's a good time. You jumped out of your seat right now. Um, so April 2nd. So March 26th. Oh, that's a record date. Um, fuck. I don't know. It's not March on the 29th. There's a flaw in the schedule. Monday, March 29th. March Movie Madness finale plus episode two. Falcon and Winter Soldier. April 5th. Monday, April 5th. We are coming at you. Captain Falcon. I keep calling it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's a movie. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three. Yep. And movie review, Kong versus Godzilla. I say Kong first because he's my hero. Oh, so you are on Team King Kong Oh, I'm 100% on Team King Kong. I was kind of hoping you weren't because I'm big time Team (laughs) King Kong. I think there's something to be said about thumbs. Yes. Um, And even though we already know what's going to happen. 
Like, I feel like it's the most obvious thing ever that they're going to fucking – someone's going to ma- slightly win, and they're going to team up to kill Mechagodzilla. Correct. Like, I don't even think that – that might have been leaked. I just – I feel like it's so obvious. There was just one slow shot in the trailer that's supposed to just look like Godzilla, and people slowed it down. They're like, no, that's fucking Mechagodzilla. And then it's just very – after you know that, you realize they can't let one of these two icons lose. Now, I'm super excited. What if they just fucking kill King Kong? What if he just gets a fucking decapitated? It's like getting a zero. 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Hand up, Ty. And I'll say it now, and you could bring this back up. This movie is either going to get a very, very high score or a very, very low score. Yeah, that's fair. I have high expectations. It's either going to reach them or it's not going to reach them. And it might be a mediocre movie, but my I'm just going to be so upset that it's going to get like a 37. You got You got a slingshot. And you're aiming for the tip of a mountain. And there's a chance that slingshot lands on the tip of the mountain. But if it misses, it's snowballing down that mountain. It, I like that analogy, Ty. Yeah. Um, and then April 9th is the day we're recording. Uh, coming out on April 12th, Monday. I think we watch Bob's Burgers. Movie theaters are going to be open. So here's the deal, Jay. Movie theaters going to be open. And we will be uh, vaccinated by then. Yeah. I'm going to say, fuck you, Corona. I'm still going to wear my mask. And well, yeah, obviously. I'm getting everyone. I'm getting my vaccine shot this Wednesday, the 24th. I'm excited. 23rd. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, uh, fuck. It's on Tuesday. I'm actually getting it that morning before you. Oh, I thought you were getting it the 30th. Nope. Bro, vaccine bros. Just everyone I know is getting vaccine at the t- same time. Let's fucking go. Thanks for letting me know, Ty, about Postmates. You're welcome. Bob's Burger, though. I was volunteering at a vaccine clinic. Trying to do all this extra work. For the good of the community, no, not weren't. for a shot. You're trying to get on a list. And I said, I'm going to occasionally deliver food for McDonald's to people, and that makes me important enough to get the vaccine before you. I think I'm going to volunteer one more time just out of self-guilt. like guilt. Just because you felt guilty. Well, I mean, it didn't work out, so you literally did vac- you volunteer for nothing. I volunteered not for nothing, for the, the... No, for nothing. For helping the community. The only reason you were doing that was to get the vaccine, and it led to no success. Am I not getting the vaccine on Tuesday? Not due to that. That was a waste of time. <laughs> um, I'm going to see it in theaters no matter what. Riley loves Bob's Burgers, so we will me, – you know, me and her are definitely going to be fancy. You know what? Check this out, night. Jay. Check are you going to write it in right now? Bob's Burger. Hand up. Streaming I- platform. Theaters. <laughs> chills. Wait. I got chills right now. Look at my goosebumps, Jay. I don't know if you're watching this in theaters, but this is my first movie back. Kong vs. Godzilla is going to be my first movie back. It, tell me that's not the perfect first movie back for movies. A movie theater. I mean, that's, that's going to help electric. the score. That's going to be one of those movies. We talked about it before. Like, it would have been so much better to see it on the big screen. And then <laughs> Mortal Kombat after that. Can't <laughs> so fucking wait. Excited. That one, I am i don't give a shit. I'm going to theaters. Oh, my God. I might cry. I'm so there could excited. be another COVID outbreak <laughs> in between now and then. And I will fucking hold someone at gunpoint to see that movie. Because that was like first 15 episodes of this podcast was us talking about fucking of video game movies and me saying how badly I wanted this. And I said it's kind of cheating because there already is one, but I want a good one. And then April 23rd or April whatever day that comes out. We haven't got that yet. But that's our next four. March Movie Madness Finale, Kong vs. Godzilla, Bob's Burgers, Mortal Kombat, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be interwoven on all that. That's a big four right there. That's a Mount Rushmore. I will say hand up. I don't like Bob's Burgers. But I'm going to be as as objective as possible. Not a huge fan. Agreed. But I don't mind them. Agreed. Kind of like the Simpsons movie. Not a huge fan, but I don't mind it. We'll see how this turns out. All right, Ty, to end the podcast, you got anything else before I quiz you? Um, Just uh, just 
11 movies being added to our, our thing next week. Next week, so yeah. tune in. We got to start watching. Um, there's one already, Anchorman. Yep. It's already on there. Don't tell them the score, though. I won't tell. Well, there's a few because um, Jojo Rabbit's on there. Jojo so. Rabbit, already 10 movies being added to our I list. I just realized. We'll talk about it after the pod. Um, That's it, though. All the other ones are new. All right, Ty. You might know this because you might have done research. I don't do research. We're talking about the Zack Snyder cut. Yep. Random movie, Rotten Tomato score. What did the original Justice League get Oh, on Rotten Tomatoes? 38%. Oh, my God. You were two off again. Second week in a row, you're only 2% off. That is a 40, 40%. I'm fucking so good at this. You're still haven't hit it yet, though. I mean 2%. You the goal is to hit it. This is ridiculous. Eventually. This is ridiculous. Fellas, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.